Welcome back to We Are Utah Podcast, where we bring you weekly episodes of the best in the Beehive State. Simply put, this is where we live. And this is where you stay connected. Stay connected. Because together, we We are are Utah. Utah. And now your hosts, Jordan Wheeler and Braden Floyd. What's up? Hello again. What's up, buddy? Glad to have you back, man. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's new with you, dude? What's new in your life? So, we had a basketball game last night. Nice. Win, lose? Well, we should have won. It it went into double overtime. Um, And at the end of regulation, one of our girls hit a huge three pointer. Yeah. And 16 seconds left, we take a timeout, right? And this one girl on the other team was just on fire so we said don't let her shoot well she ends up getting the ball shooting it and she airballs it and so it's like oh yeah we won well they get the rebound there's two seconds no they kick it out and the girl this other girl shoots it and it just bounces around the rim and it literally like feels like it's just sitting there and falls in oh dude and so then overtime we're down by four with a minute left and we're like thinking dang and our girls fight back and force another overtime. And then we just kind of ran out of steam. Like, you, you don't play a lot of double overtime games. Remind our viewers, so, dude. Remind our viewers who are you coaching for these days. I'm coaching right? Bonneville High School that's girls right. basketball. So awesome. we've got a game Friday yeah. at 7. Nice. We could use anybody that's really rowdy to come and cheer us on. So what's Friday at 7? We'll, we're probably going to post this next week. But anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, that's true. good. Um, dude, I had a crazy experience this morning. We uh my wife and I were going to reproduct- reproductive care center. Had to go give some blood and do some testing so we can try and have our first baby because we're having issues. With yeah, it. how's so that going? It's going. We're at the beginning stages, so we just went down and did that. So okay, that was cool. So we did gave blood. We're waiting. We'll wait for results and see like what they're thinking, what our plan should be if it's IVF or something else or yeah. insemination or whatever. But that's our big thing going on right now. So I've had other friends do that. It's stressful yeah it is it is I but i think i think we yeah, i think we'll do all right our, our the guy we met with was like you guys are actually a lot better off than people have told you I, in the past because like our current doctors are telling us like you have no chance pretty much and yeah. then this guy's looking at it like you got plenty of chances we'll be all right so we'll figure it out well so. my wife wants a third kid so but you know I, can't, how it goes. I can't wait till you <laughs> yeah i can see you as yeah. a dad yeah I'm so excited. when when you guys get pregnant then we'll start trying with our third there you go. i like it I like so it. we can have play dates i like it <laughs> All right, all right, let's jump into the show. All right, so I'm going to introduce our guest today. Um, today we have Darren Blackford with us here. He is a co-owner of Wasatch Roasting with his wife, uh, which is Wasatch Roasting is an awesome coffee shop here in um, Ogden, Utah. Uh, father of two, and also, and Darren, I'm, I've already forgot the name, so I'm going to let you say what the third part was, the, your current job. Oh, I'm also an entomologist with the U.S. Forest Service. That's awesome. Yep. What is what is that exactly? Can you define that for us? Oh, that is uh, the study of insects is entomology. So okay. um, I I basically look for insects out in our uh, national forests and parks in the inter, whole Intermountain West. So that's awesome. How much does that? How much time does that take you? Like, are you forty hours a week at that, or more? Or? Yes, forty a week. Um, and summertime's a, a lot of travel. So um, in, in the winter, it's it's more. It's more meetings and yeah. conferences and, and catch up on reports and such. So with that position, is that like studying of the bugs or is that like trying to find new species or a little bit of both or? A little bit of both. Okay. Um, but, but basically the, the parks and the forests out there out west here, um, they have something 
killing their trees and they think, mm. especially if they think it's insect related, they'll give us a call. We'll okay. come take a look at it, uh, uh, diagnose the issue and, and write up a report. And then our group provides some funding for them to uh, take care of the problem. And then we do a follow-up to see that the money's well spent. Nice. So that, that's it in a nutshell. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's great. It's, are you, uh, you are so involved with the community. So we met through my business partner, Steve. Um, that owns Social Acts with me, and he introduced to you, and we've worked together on a few things where you guys sponsored our tournament and came down and dished mm-hmm. coffee out. But I feel like you're so involved with the community, and your truck's always out, and you're working it and running it and stuff too. Like, how are you managing the yeah, shop, that's a hard, the mobile, plus <laughs> the full-time hard. gig, plus two daughters? Like, holy cow, man. Well, I, I, I enjoy it. I mean, that's what drives, yeah. that's what drives me. Um, I mean, being involved in the community and just, and, and just staying after it, I... Um, probably much like yourself uh, i mean I'm, I'm i'm restless and yep. and and there's always something to do there's always something more to do um to 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 take what we're doing up a notch no matter yeah. so um i imagine like well i don't imagine i know it i think that i have i think that every entrepreneur and i'm not a father at the moment but every father to be can probably say that there's just a never-ending to-do list of stuff right like it's just you kind of accept that as part of your 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 person your person right yeah so. it, Exactly, um, and 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 again, there, there's, I mean, it's it's the old saying. There's always room for improvement, but there always is. Yeah. I mean, I, um, everything we do in our shop and our roastery, we uh, will will never do this do it the same thing twice. Yeah. Um, so there's always room for improvement, and, and it's a dynamic process. And yeah. that, that's how I kind of see everything that, that we do over there, and, and that I do personally. So, so, so I, I grew ahead. up. The way that I love fell in love with coffee is I'd go over to my grandma's house. We'd have a sleepover, and I think the age of 10, 11, around there, she'd make me a cup of coffee. She loves coffee. And so it always reminds me of my grandma's house, like a cup of coffee. But what what's your experience and story behind coffee, your love, and why you desire, decided to, to open your business okay um yeah good question um we get asked that a lot uh it started i mean i i i grew up i guess just going to the uh to the local grocery store and sneaking one of those little styrofoam (laughs) cups of coffee and loading it up with sugar and uh but i can't say that you know our our love for coffee now stems from that necessarily um more recently it 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 stem from uh, a trip you mentioned Steve and uh, earlier um, with with some friends about oh gosh it's probably been eight to maybe close to a decade ago to Costa Rica mm-hmm. so it was a friend's trip to Costa Rica um, of course fell in love with the coffee there but this uh, the, the, this this small community that we were um, hanging out in there was a small coffee shop slash roastery I mean really small uh, yeah and uh, I'm not kidding. This guy was uh, slinging drinks, and while the roaster was going on his right shoulder, he was slinging drinks over his left shoulder, <laughs> and you know, asking him where the beans came from. He'd point over his back. It's just on the hillside right behind him, type of thing. And you know, and we all have those sort of Zen moments when we travel, and we think yeah. because we're in a different location, it really, it, it's the best there is. But. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I, I kind of had those Zen moments, and I think we all did in that shop on that trip. Yeah. And, you know, pulled back uh, uh, a lot of beans um, from that shop and back in my kitchen and brewing, and then realized 
Yeah, it's not just how it tasted there. This is pretty it's damn good. good. Nice. Pretty special. Yeah. So I and was in I was in Hawaii, Kona, Hawaii, and went through one of the coffee. I don't know what the actual term is, where they roast the beans and let it sit out in the sun, mm-hmm. and they claim that theirs is the best bean, and it's it's really a cool experience. You don't realize how much goes into making a coffee bean, and so. They let you taste every type of coffee, but do you guys get anything from Kona? And what's do you think that that's a better bean than Costa Rica? Or what's your oh preference? boy, who's going to be listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't get yourself in trouble now. Yeah, don't yeah. get. Um, <laughs> you know, there's uh, they have some good coffee over there, mm-hmm. um, and we source coffee from coffee regions from around the world. Um, you know. For for the dollar spent, uh, I and we, I would include my roaster, Ryan, um, we feel there's better coffee elsewhere, yeah. uh, especially for the, for the price point. Everything's um, expensive in Hawaii. Yeah. yeah um, so, again, it's, it's, it's good. Do we bring it in? Uh, no, because really it's hard for us. Um, I mean, we could bring it in and sell it and, and put Kona on there and right, people right. will recognize the name, but... We don't. We need to. We need to feel it, and we need to get behind it yeah. for ourselves. And you know, for us to bring in a twenty-five dollar a pound coffee green and then try to sell it for thirty-five, forty uh, after roast, um, it, it would be hard to sit here and look you in the eyes and say, "It's a good this is worth decision." It. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, I there there this 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 Thai coffee that we just brought in um, would. It would be much better um, and, and, and be cheaper. Um, so, um, yeah. So does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We, um, we, we have anywhere from 22 to 25 origins uh, on hand at any given time. And so is mo- most, of, most of your stuff is coming from an international place? Uh, yeah, outside of the U.S., okay, right? Cool. Yeah. Yep, Central America, South America, Africa. Um, how much how much work are you putting into that to source that? Is that you that does that, or do you have someone that's on your team now that's doing it for you, or are you the, you the main person, or does Tanya do it? Well, uh, I would say Ryan uh, Ryan and I do that collectively. Yeah. So what does that like look like when you're doing that? Are you ordering in samples and going, okay, that's good stuff, bringing a big batch, or is it like we're just going to try a batch and see how it goes? Or Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great question. Um, I mean, first and foremost, we are looking for um, these direct relationships with farms and and really getting a good feel for who those people are, yeah. how they how they operate in their community, um, the good that they're doing, and 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 we try to source from from those farms. We'll bring in samples, and and Ryan will sample roast them and. We will we'll do this 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 cupping um, where we're grading the coffee, and if it cups well enough, um, and there's a good story behind this this producer, uh, we'll bring in a larger quantity. That's awesome. Um, and uh, so that's that's it in a nutshell. Um, and, and and so when we get asked, uh, we get asked a lot, and our baristas do, you know, what. What is your favorite coffee? And and especially if it's asked of you know to me or Ryan, I mean we we sort of give them this look like 
each and every one of these yeah. <laughs> made it. Yeah. Uh, and we, and, and, and it, each one is our favorite. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, it's gone through a, a sort of a rigorous process for us to even bring that in. Um, well, so that kind of leads into my next question, because as we came into your place, I wanted a coffee, and I asked uh, your worker, you know, what's your best seller? And her first response was Szechuan peppercorn. Yeah. I thought, what the? Yeah. Like, what, what is that? Yeah. And so I asked her a few other ones, and I was like, what does that taste like? And so I was like, right, yeah, I'll try it, right? And so I, we, we interviewed, who's over at Utah? Uh, Carson Foss. Carson. Yeah. So it's kind of like this. You've got Starbucks and these other places, and to me, Starbucks just has tons of sugar. And for for yours, I think it's more of like an experience and a taste, right? So um, I wasn't a huge fan of the Szechuan, but then I I ordered your lavender and mocha. That was the next recommendation. So it's almost like a an experience. Go into your place, sit down, try the latest brew, yeah. and yeah, kind of like the beer. Yeah, yeah same well, concept. You, you, like they've always got something new on tap over the beer place, right? Yeah. So, so similar, it's similar fun, concept. But, but go into the story. You kind of told me before of of getting the flavor of Szechuan peppercorn, and what are your ideas for future ones? I know you said you're drinking a Thai. Is that right? Yeah, I'm drinking our, our, our most most recent. It's not available on the shelf yet. We're Ryan is sample roasting it, and we're dialing in the profile, so to speak, too. So there's a, there's your reason to go into Wasatch Brewing Company yeah. to try the new Thai flavor. Wasatch Roasting Company. Yeah, yeah. Let's try yeah. some new stuff. Well, and you nailed it. You, I mean, you, you hit the key word there, experience, and it's almost like we've rehearsed this, but we haven't. But uh, I, I always push that, and um, is, 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 is that you're not... Uh, we're not comfortable with folks coming in and just grabbing a coffee. We, right. want, we want them to gain the full experience, and I stress that with our baristas and the rest of our staff that... You know, the moment that they're stepping out of their vehicle, walking to the shop, their experience starts. Yeah. But if they can, if they can come in, order their coffee, pick the brains of, of our baristas and staff on hand, on the different coffee origins, where they're from, a little bit about the farm, um, and and then and then by the way, they get their coffee and they like their coffee. I mean, that collectively is the experience. That's what we want uh, to send them out with. Um, we're. we're Myself, uh, I, and I speak on behalf of Tanya too. I would say we're more interested in folks getting the full experience and really getting a good understanding where their coffee comes from. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ryan does an excellent job and roasts it to to perfection in my mind. And and um, and then our baristas are awesome at brewing it up and serving it. But that is a very small part of the system. And and yeah. and we don't make the coffee or produce it. Most of the work is back at the farms. Yeah. So yeah. if if we can if we can educate our customers more at that end, <clears throat> then I feel at the end of the day I can check that box and okay, it's a good day. Yeah. So. I think that it's a really smart thing because I've taken marketing classes and they talk about Disney a lot and the experience and you think about yeah. Disney how huge it is. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this too, like, you know, retail and all these businesses are kind of going out and yours, same thing, yeah, social we, access, it's, it's an experience. And I think mm-hmm. those are the, yeah. the companies that are thriving right now because that's what people want. They want somewhere, you know, that they can go. I saw one guy in there today editing a video. He, he does a social media page for 
uh, company, and he, you know, comes, gets his coffee, and edits his video. So yeah. it's a place. I saw a guy. So we did a promo video just barely with you, uh, with mm-hmm. you guys, and so I was there on Saturday morning, and there was a guy there working on his computer. I think he was doing photo editing. Well, the same guy was there today. Mm-hmm. Black jacket, and I'm guessing it's the guy I was talking black jacket to? and hat. No, it was oh, the, right behind the guy that behind guy. Him. Yeah. That guy was there the other day, too. And like, I was like, are you okay to be in our video and everything? He's like, don't even worry about it. <laughs> like, I love this place. <laughs> and so I was like, sweet. So, um, Yeah, so. but the, uh, you know, back to, back to the Szechuan, it's, uh, you know, with our, you know, that, that's the same thing with our drinks. We want, we, our menu today is not going to be exactly the same next year. We want to continue. It, it, there are, the recipes will probably change a little bit. It we gives, don't, we it don't gives, have a standard. We don't. We yeah. don't go to Costco and buy the same syrups or whatever. We we make our syrups in house, and um, I, with the exception of caramel, because that one's very difficult. But, yeah. Um, but but yeah, it, 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 it's it's getting that right balance. We want to hand over a cup of the Szechuan latte, and we want folks to f- be able to taste the coffee first and if we can leave a little bit of tingle on their tongue when they finish yeah uh for the rest of the day then we nail that recipe yeah. but um so there's you know we're, we're careful on making our drinks our recipes so ultimately we're showcasing the coffee first with a touch of something else uh, it, whether it's, it's lavender or rose or you know pumpkin spice or whatnot it's so. fascinating to me what goes into a cup of coffee yeah what well, before jumping in, I want to jump. Well, I was going to say something when, when, when hearing that story and like on that that subject, and the same thing like when we were talking to Carson, like I've been trying to like collectively start planning date nights better with my wife. I right? like constantly <laughs> yeah. trying to make it happen, and it's like you can run it. You can always try a new place. There's a million new places, but it's like when you fall in love with some place, yeah. and then you fall into yeah. a rut of like we always go there. It's nice when you hear like brands like yourself, where it's mm-hmm. like you're collectively trying to get new stuff, and you make the experience so much fun, so that I can go in and have. Uh, romantic lack of better words sit down with my wife get mm. that fancy cup of coffee and then the next time i could just try a different flavor and just feel like a whole new experience with that yeah. and that's something i like a lot too yeah exactly and, and and it's not just like the flavor lattes we we offer you know four or five different manual brews with yep. you know french press aero press or our v60 pour over so you could have that same thai coffee um at each in, in a different brew style, mm-hmm. and it's going to taste like a different cup. So, um, and, and there will, we'll have a video series here out soon. In fact, I just looked at some of the video cuts last night, nice. um, really to showcase that and educate folks awesome. in, on, in reels on our Instagram yeah. page so that um, they can come in and, and, and try their favorite coffee five different ways. Yep. And, so. and I think your crew, like when we came into that video, your crew was so excited about it, and I was. Yeah. Like, not to say that's the wrong thing, but I was like, okay, they're doing this because we're going to film it. But then we went in, and it was the same exact experience. Yeah, yeah. They were, like, super interactive with us, wanted to, like, make, the, I'm sure they make it every time, the fancy cup that comes out with the perfect little teacup style, the plate, mm-hmm. the, the leaf. Like, yeah. they, Jordan got the same thing. I don't think they knew who Jordan was, that we were filming a podcast <laughs> or anything. So I'm like, dude, that's, that's just awesome. Like, the experience, like, she was excited to tell you new flavors. Yeah worked out the new flavor and then the presentation i was like dude this is cool right like that's awesome and that's what happened when we went and i just ordered a french vanilla latte and they're like okay put it up gave me the cup and i'm like whoa like this is awesome so well even even i got a to-go cup too and you know i imagined it coming with like a lid on it but it's cool because you can still see the design of the the cream leaf the cream yeah and so i mean it's just a nice little touch it 
It's the little of, things like that, man. Like yeah, win, yeah. That win folks over to come back and, and to basically become loyal to a brand, you know? Well, yeah, and I mean, we, um, I mean, we, we hold all the staff to high standards, but more importantly, they they hold themselves to higher standards. Yeah, which is and, awesome. And, and that's what drives them. I mean, we... Um, you can tell they love it. Yeah. Or they love it. I mean, it's, that's it's really hard great. to find good employees. I've done interviewing, and so what's... How do you, how do you do that? And how do you hold them to that standard if they're not for other business owners that are... Well, are, I... Yeah, no, it's a, it's a good question, and, and, and it's, it's about transparency from the interview, even through the time that they're working there. I mean, it, um, I, we want to bring folks on that want to be there and that yeah. have a passion for the industry. Um, if, if, I mean, just, just like, just like any, any, uh, business, if, if, if they come in an interview uh, and they want to work for the paycheck, yeah, I mean, right. it, it's fine. It may, may, may work for, you know, grocery stores or yep. McDonald's or here, here or there, but, um, it usually doesn't work out. Right. So we, um, we want folks. Uh, I'm, I'm more interested in folks having a passion for the coffee, and 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 wanting to be there. And and then it's and then it's easy. And if any given time during their employment, um, they fall out of love with it, or, or they become sort of just showing up for a paycheck. Uh, it's about being transparent with them. Like, man, life's too short. Get yeah, out right. there and do something <laughs> right. you want to do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, money is important, but. But man, go do something you want to do. So it, it's it's about just maintaining that uh, relationship with the staff and, and that understanding. I got a strong feeling so. that a lot of your staff probably came from experience in the place and then said they wanted to work there, huh? So a few of those stories. Well, yeah, and and and, and, and you know, on, on that subject, most most of the time, I, I I'd rather folks not have experience really? um, when when they come in because it's 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 it's. it's Becomes harder to train them yeah, and, and steer them away from their habits from other shops, and I mean, look, we we do things different there, yeah. and and I already said that we uh, hold hold everyone to high standards, and and there's a lot of science and art behind all of their jobs there, and um, and and it's important that we that we teach them that. Um, so it is not. It is not a. Uh, it, 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 it's not the typical shop where folks are coming in, lounging on the couch all day, and and we're just and and just getting their drinks. I mean, it's there's so much more to that. Right. So. Um, so I'm looking at your Instagram, and I see you've got the O Town Throwdown. It look from looking at the the pictures, it looks like you had like a brewing competition. How did that go, and are, do you plan on doing it again? Yeah, that boy, that's a that's a throwback. I think that was probably <laughs> well. Would we add another year or two with COVID now? I know. To, COVID's um, like a nonstop. It was COVID three, blurs everything. Three years blurs it all, so, yeah. But yeah, I think it's still in our in, in, on our page there. It was great. We had a um, we had a, a a latte art competition, and it was packed. Um, we invited folks from. You know, any anyone that was doing latte art in the state. Um, in fact, so we, was, I think we had someone come down from Idaho for it too. Um, it, it was great. We we had we had some great judges and um, got some of our suppliers to to donate scales and uh-huh. coffee equipment and such. And uh, that was a great turnout. So That's did awesome. I get it wrong? It wasn't a brewing competition. You were you were having people create art. Like like the leaf on top of yeah, my... Yeah, yeah, the latte that's art. Rad. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's so what, what were some of your favorite ones and who won? What was it? 
Oh, I have to think back and probably look at that one cause, because we've had a few. Um, yeah. And then we've had our baristas enter other competitions. Um, but, you know, if you can throw down a, a, a perfect swan. Um, <laughs> oh, I just found the swan one, too. You're, you're, yeah. you're usually, usually going to rank oh uh, high up there. That's awesome. No, so. that one. That one's crazy, Yeah, too. if you... Okay, so I, I've never seen a perfect swan. That one looks pretty perfect. Awesome. Uh, go on uh, Wasatch, Wasatch Roasting Company and check out these latte arts. Yeah. They're pretty cool. It's pretty cool stuff. And then you've got so, you've got on there too the stroll of art. Oh, the Friday you, art strolls, right? Yep. Do you, yeah. You're still doing that every Friday. It looks like no. well, it's the first Friday of each month. That's yeah, first Friday. We, okay. we I think Visit Ogden hosts that. Yeah, right? yeah. And you know, we we showcase uh, different artists' work on our walls each month, um, and um, really to to get behind these artists and yeah. and, and showcase their hard work. Um, all the proceeds go back to them. Whatever they sell on on our walls is all theirs. That's awesome. So we, um, and and they do great. We, um, yeah. <laughs> we we move a lot of art off our walls. Um, That's awesome. I should say we sell them. The the artists are actually moving, moving them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so yeah. Do, you, do you have musicians come as well on those nights? Oh, sometimes no. Pre COVID, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We hope to get back to that in you know the the. The um, having the bands in the Origin Alley, the, in our in our alleyway there, um, we hope to get back to that. I mean, this last summer we felt close, and we'll see what happens with COVID coming up here for this summer. But yeah, uh, yeah, we we as small as our space is there, we we still like to have uh, musicians. That outdoor space perform. was awesome. How often? Yeah. I I think when you I remember when you were first opening, you were having that repainted quite a bit. Like it was a new graffiti artist. On the side of the wall? Yeah, on the one side and then the alleyway. <clears throat> Wasn't that being, weren't you like yeah. kind of changing that up a lot? Yeah, and, and really it's, it's, it's not me. Um, it's, it's, it's not even my space. It's, it's, um, it's the communities. I mean, we, we, uh, we lock the gates at night and open in the morning, but um, the artist will typically reach us every two to three months, and depending on when that next nice weekend is, That's so and rad. say, That's cool, hey, man. is it, uh, mind if we come in this weekend, and I always give them the same answer, this is your space. Yeah, um, yeah we'll help facilitate, I typically will, you know, order in some pizzas for them, and, and they all know that they can come in and, and get free drinks while they're out there doing That's that, awesome. but, um, you know, it's, it's their space to... Uh, Create. Do do what they want on the walls. Um, I mean, they're, the city um, has some certain restrictions on what they can't put on there, but uh, for the most part, it's it's theirs. And and you know, past that, it's it's the communities to come in and enjoy the yeah. work on the walls. So, I would say that that changes over about every three months. That's right. We'll have to connect um, after this because I've got. Yeah. You see my big ugly white wall right here. There's like nothing on it <laughs> on the south side. Yeah, I'd love to have. Well, that's just a, come in I make, see a lot of a cool community of feel like it. new art going up in Ogden, and it, it's giving it a cool feel to me. Yeah. And I was going to ask you who's the artist that did it, and if it, I didn't know that it was painted every three months because I just when we were over there, I saw saw it, and I thought that is really rad. You don't have them painted well, the right side every three months. No, right? it's just no, the alleyway. That, that south side is, yeah. is worked by Rich Ramos here okay. in town. Yeah, um, yeah, I've talked to him. And, he does great. Uh, he did. He 
did such a great job with that mural. And, and in fact, and I know there were maybe some work around before that, but really when he did that, it's been four years ago or so, it really spearheaded this uh, mural movement in Ogden, yeah. it seemed like. Yeah. Yep. Because now, and it's great. Like, uh, you know, Yeah, that parking garage every, over, it's got a huge mural on it. Yeah. 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 yeah, right across from Utah. Yeah, that one's yeah. Yeah, it's a huge one now. They just did like that whole entire parking garage too. Like every middle column, I think, is done. I love really it. Cool. Oh, it's great <laughs> to see murals around town and and these artists showcasing their work. It's, uh, I mean, it's it, it's what Ogden's about. Uh, so it's, yeah, so love it. I want to change the tune just a little bit. Um, we talked we, when we were talking to Carson. We talked to him about this uh, in the beer world, and I think this is very similar in the coffee world. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of coffee. There's a ton. How has it been? How's the community been? Like, are you able to work really well with, like, Daily Rise and other folks and not have, like, do you guys all get along and work together? Because, like, Carson, he gave an example. Like, he was, like, borrowing stuff from Roosters when he was hurting and getting stuff over to collabing, yeah. collabing and doing anything like that. Do you guys work with any you know, other shops or or do you guys at least all get along, I guess? Oh, I think we all get along just fine. Yeah, um, so too. We, and, and, and this is not to sound snobby at all, but... Um, we do things so differently in there yeah. and in in the in the slow bar with the different manual brews that we do and and the and the coffee we source from these farms i mean we i can't just run down the block to get any right. of those yeah. uh if, if if something's needed um i think early on um when we started pushing larger five gallon cambros for events and such we had to borrow some uh from from Dan and Susie up there at Grounds. Um, nice. You know, they, they helped us out with some equipment that we needed. That's awesome. That's awesome but, to hear that, that story and that yeah, and collaboration they're, and, and help. they're great. And, I've worked with them for a while, and I'm also a beekeeper, so we, we, we played nice. around with having hives up there cool. at their shop in the back there. Um, so, yeah, they're great. Is that folks. what Wasatch Waggle Bee is on your Facebook? <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, yeah, <laughs> you, you saw yeah. that, yeah. yeah He's yeah, got owner-operator at Wasatch Waggle Bee. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you're busy, we, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> well, got, he's a busy bee. <laughs> it's a, it was kind of set up as a business, and at one time we I had so many hives that we I mean before I had a shop I I had I, I did have honey on the shelves at Dan and Susie's and, and a, a few other shops here in town, um, Cafe awesome. Mercantile and um, but you know since since we opened opened up our shop. Um, I can't keep it on the shelves. It it, it flies right off, and and Dang. it also depends on the year too. I mean, it's this is this is part of uh, this is part of beekeeping. I, yeah. I I can't dictate what those bees are going to do, or yeah. um, and and so I they get they get most of their product, and I get leftovers for the shop. So if it's not a good year, um, they get what they have and what they need, and and. And I get none. <laughs> if it, you know, but if I can at least have, uh, if I can, if, if I can have leftover honey for um, our honey lattes, and have some on the shelves, and we'll do that. That's awesome. Um, and, and and there is enough. Uh, I I did harvest this year and have not extracted it yet. But those, we'll, we should have some on the shelves here soon. Cool. But yeah, that's, that's just awesome. a little side hobby. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> so I. No, you have this one location. Do you have other locations, and what are your plans for expanding? If you have any. Yeah, um, good question. We we have just the one location. Mm-hmm. Um, 
We do have um, a, a production roastery and commissary space uh, about a mile away from that location that we do some of our big orders at. Uh, second, coffee shop location. Uh, we have feelers out for a few other spots right now. Um, Ogden area or... Oh, I would say Ogden and possibly Salt Lake area. Um, That's awesome. You know, with just like just like anything we do, um, it's it's um, we're we're careful with the steps we take and how we do it. And um, our goal is not to, to to get out there and get our coffee in every grocery store around the world. Yeah. We we want to be sure it's the right fit. So, and we're looking at let's say Salt Lake. I don't want to just open up a shop in Salt Lake just to be in Salt Lake. I want us to. I want it to be a good fit for us there, but more mm-hmm. importantly, a good fit for that community that we're moving into. Yeah. Um, so um, it's it's the same thing with the other possible location here in Ogden. Um, you know, we we're, we're careful with that. Um, so so hopefully, um, which hopefully is a solid some, way to look at it because like Salt Lake, it, there's so many. I think there's there's you go to, like, major cities, and you hear, like, oh, there's this district, and there's this district. And I feel like Salt Lake has had those, but, like, mm-hmm. those are really starting to really take fold, I feel like, now. Like, there's the um, Granary District where our Salt Lake store is located, and, like, everybody, that's what they're always saying. Like, we're, we're, down, we're going down to Granary to the breweries. We're going down to Granary to throw axes or to get, or to get dinner. And so, yeah, I think that I think you're onto something with, like, trying to find, like, that right community that fits you guys and put you guys in downtown and get you in Salt Lake and yeah. loving it. So well, Yeah, we want to make sure it's a good fit yeah, for, for all involved. So. That gets my brain going on. So you did choose Ogden. I, I imagine it was meticulous and your location. Why? Why Ogden? Yeah. Well, uh, well, another good question. You've got great questions. <laughs> we both do. Um, yeah, um, well, we live here in Ogden. Um, we, uh, we, we've been in the Ogden community for about 20 years now and uh, fell in love with it. Fell in love with downtown. Uh, fell in love with the art and the music scene. And um, it was important for us to not just be in Ogden, but to 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 uh, put our roots in downtown Ogden. Um, you know, I mentioned this 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 trip to Costa Rica when we came back. My my goal initially was only to. Uh, roast coffee at that point. I, I wanted to just roast coffee for my wife and I to at least take us back to that same experience in Costa Rica. And yeah. if that's all I ever did is roasted our own <laughs> coffee at home for the rest of my life, I, I was good with that. Right. Um, that snowballed into friends and family wanting some coffee and then putting in orders. And then it was like, well, holy cow. There, there's obviously enough, especially at the time, there was enough interest from the community of just getting some good specialty coffee yeah and so i said what the heck let's 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 do it i'm in a i'm in a roast in downtown ogden well it's downtown ogden's not set up for what's considered manufacturing Mm -hmm. so um long story short we we had to we had to start a coffee shop we had to serve coffee in order to roast downtown so the 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 cafe the (laughs) specialty coffee shop side of our location was afterthought. Um, it was required um, in order for us to roast downtown. Hmm. But I didn't want to roast out in the BDL right. and, and and then serve it downtown. I, yeah, I, yeah. I wanted to roast downtown. So anyways, um, cool. I got to your... 
yeah, th- yeah. Th- that's why, and, and that's why it's important for us. Uh, I mean, we've we've had realtors in Salt Lake and other communities say, "Move your shop down here, you'd kill it." And it's like, our roots are here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we it's, it's important for us to. I think you're in a good location, here. right off Twenty so Fifth, and I think it's awesome. And then you're by, right by Copper Nickel. That's where you got married. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then you got that huge parking lot right across the street. That's perfect. Yeah, it's it's great. It's just it's it's very fitting and comfortable for us to be downtown yeah. um, and and for folks traveling from you know outside the city of the state the nation um they they come to downtown ogden um we're ready for them yeah seriously uh, all the hotels too you guys are walking distance of what like five hotels right now i think it's fantastic yeah so that's that's good uh we love it we love having folks uh, stop by How? we get a lot of travelers so that's awesome uh how is it with your family? It seems very family-oriented business. Your wife is. You guys co-own it together. Do your daughters work in it at all, or yeah, do you, do um, they that's a, come in and make yeah. coffee with you and help <laughs> yeah, out? No, uh, good question. They um, no Tanya. Tanya's the she. She's the organizer and the brains behind it. Um, I mean, I've, I I I drink a lot of coffee in the morning, and I will sometimes run circles, and she steers me in the right direction, <laughs> gets me to focus on what needs to be done. Nice. Um, so she she. Um, yeah, she she keeps things in in, in order uh, for the shop. The my daughters, uh, yeah, they do. I mean, you've probably seen them in in like uh, you know the twilight events that we sponsor in in the, in the farmers markets. Uh, we've got a large uh, coffee truck right now, and they they'll they'll sling drinks out of there in the summertime. My older daughter Olivia has uh, officially just started working at. at at our shop, nice. so she'll, you'll see her face down there in the weekends. She's a, awesome. she's 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 a budding barista. She's really good. So, That's awesome. um, yeah, but it's important for us too. We want um, for our daughters. We want them to be there. Yeah. Um, this is not uh, slave labor for them to just come in and because they're our daughters. Uh, we. You know, we want them to have interest in it. Kind of uh, same concept as your employee. You want them to have a passion for it, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. Because it's e- otherwise it's going to show that uh, yeah. she's our child and we're forcing her to be there. <laughs> yep. gonna, that, that look on her face will showcase uh, to our customers. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But, so, yeah, it's... Um, we make it work. I mean, we we are um, we are, we are visiting uh, farms in Honduras in less than a month, and as a family, that's so fun. that's so cool. <laughs> that and, that uh, in itself I'm sounds fun. Yeah. And and they we, we did this last year in Guatemala, and it's it, we're our. <laughs> Are, as, as long as they get a little bit of beach time, they're okay with these farm yeah. visits, and um, it, it's a great experience for them. That's I mean, right. there That's are awesome. probably some few individuals uh, around, uh, kids in particular, that uh, that have gone through and visited that whole process and been part of it. So, uh, yeah, I, super. I've noticed on guests we've spoke with, and you in particular, that most of the time people are in business with their spouse or their spouse plays a large role. And I imagine Tanya is really important. Um, and I would like to have you back on with your spouse. We we said this yesterday, yeah. too. We, with, we were thinking uh, of this morning. Where, oh, we should have double mic'd it. Yeah, so yeah. I think it, it sets up for a good sequel. Yeah. And um, having both of you on and kind of getting different perspectives on the business. And, and then it gives you time to kind of think and, and interject on on you know what actually is happening and um we'll have to have I, them on like springtime right before yeah. they ramp up for their busy like summer truck stuff because i'm yeah. sure your truck's pretty busy in the summer right oh, the it's, mobile? it's slammed yeah. i mean it's uh it, it, yeah 
yeah, it's 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 busy in the summer, spring, well, summer, we, and fall. We appreciate your time. I know just from listening to you tell your story and everything you do that you're super busy. So to cut out 40, 45, well, probably an hour because we had to come over here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate it, and yeah. our goal too is kind of like Braden was mentioning earlier. We want to we want to shed light on these local small businesses that are trying to do something because there's you know big chains everywhere but it's it's the specialty stuff like you that makes a an area amazing yeah and we want to shed light on that I, I know we've gone out to the Oregon coast and there's so many cool little shops out there and I feel like Utah is starting to get that and the more we can shed light on Ogden and companies like yours it, it's just going to make this place uh amazing for people to come visit and live yep. so yeah we no, appreciate great. you well, that that's great and i would i would just quickly say that i mean i appreciate those comments and, and i only hope that as folks come in um we can help divert some of that attention that's given to us and appreciation to us back to these producers mm-hmm. that are that are putting in the hard work to produce these coffees. Yeah. And we, we have another um, Instagram account. It's wasatch.roasting. It, that's that's going to be more aimed at the roastery itself and, and showcasing these these farms. And, um, yeah. So our, we put QR codes on our retail bags now just for that purpose, um, it, really to show appreciation and, again, um, get have people have a better understanding for where their coffee's coming yeah. from. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, that's great. I, that's I awesome. appreciate uh, you guys that. having me here. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, we appreciate you having on. coffee. And uh, if you follow stuff on social media, Wasatch Roasting Company is on Instagram. And then you've got Wasatch, is it Wasatch Roasting Company on Facebook as well? Yes. Okay. So go give them a follow. Uh, if you need anything from Darren as an artist, a uh, cup of coffee, questions, interview, um, to market with them and collaborate, Darren Blackford, you can reach him. Um, what, where's the best place to get you? Probably on one of your social medias. Oh, probably. Um, just, yeah, DM me on uh, some of the social media and I check them all. Okay. So. Awesome. <laughs> cool. Well, we appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, fellas. Another good one. Yeah, we'll see you guys next time. (laughs) See you guys. Nice.